Okay, we start with Hashem today, Baba Kama, not a new Masechta, but also a new Seder, Seder Nazikin. It's a little bit different with that up until now from Kiddushin and Moed. Uh, so we're entering into a sort of a new a new lexicon, a new world of halakha. Uh, just a very quick introduction. So firstly, uh, the set in Ezekiel as it sounds, right, talks about damages. Okay, so we discuss about damages, relationships, claims. We'll see there's also makot involved with, but with, with Sanhedrin, with, 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 with Batei Din and, 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 and judges, etc. The first mesechet is Baba Kama. And the truth is Baba Kama, as we know it, is um, a... But it deals essentially, like we will we'll see, it, we'll be getting too more into the details. But we, uh, the, the, the Gemara is, this, it, it, this, is, this, is broken up in, like I said, 10 prakim. The first six chapters speak about damages, but particularly of damages of a person's nezek to somebody, a person's rechush, sorry, to somebody else's rechush. In other words, assets, damaging assets, like your shore, damage somebody else's shore. We'll also see there about individuals uh, causing damage. Right. We'll also discuss uh, the damage to individuals, whether it's individual causing damage to individual or, or an, an animal causing damage to individual as well. We're going to see theft and all the different uh, compensations for damages. Uh, we'll see uh, if you're causing damage to a person, th- stealing, etc. A lot of stuff in the, in the, in the Masechet. We know Masechet Baba Kama as one Masechet, and then there's Baba Betsia and Baba Bacha. Baba Betsia discusses more about claims to different, to different articles, starts with Stamachs in Betalis, etc. I have two people fighting over an object, etc. And then we've got Baba Kama at the end. But essentially, there are Kitvayad, which speak about them being one Masechta, okay, called Masechet Nazikin of 30 Prakim. And the other Masechet Zawai in Shafat, which are called Baba Kama, which we've got a Baba Kama, Baba Bacha, Baba Betsia and Baba Bacha. But uh, there are there are uh, references to that uh, you know, to to uh, to one masechta. But today we have this as three different masechtas. In the masechta, we'll see we're discussing about compensation. If you cause damage, you have an obligation to pay. So there's an interesting question that's asked by a lot of the mafarshim, and that is so it's all very nice that we know that we've got to pay compensation. But where do we have actually any issue to cause damage? So we know that if you the Torah tells you that that, that if you if you cause damage, is what you've got to pay. So we'll see, for example, if it's a shore muad, a shore that's really gored four, three times, and the fourth time gores, you've got to pay full damages. So a shore is only going for the first time or the second time or the third time, you've only got to pay half damages. But I guess so the damages we understand you've got to pay. But where do we know that actually asur to cause the damage? Maybe you could, maybe it's not issue to cause the damage. It's if it causes the damage, you've got to pay. I heard a good uh, analogy. Uh, I think it was. Uh, uh, Rabbi Rosna, I think he said, uh, you know, if, if, if you owe somebody money, so you're allowed to borrow money from them, but you owe them the debt. There's no issue to borrow money from somebody as long as you're paying back. So we know that you've got to pay the guy back. And there's no issue to borrow the money. So here you've got to compensate the guy. Why is it, where's the issue to actually cause the damages? So there are about five answers given. I'm reading it from the art scroll, introduction in the Hebrew, note number four there. He says it quotes asks this question. And says there are about five different opinions. He says one of the opinions is the Rabbi Yonah quotes the Masechet Avot Sorry, maybe it comes from Gezel. Yonah kind of steals. If you can't steal, you can't damage somebody else's stuff. Another possibility could be that it comes from the mitzvah of Bahaftal Recha Kamocha. Love your neighbor as yourself. You don't want someone breaking up your stuff. Don't go break up his stuff. Uh, another possibility is that it could be from Hashavat Aveda. There's, there's a mitzvah to return a lost article. So if you've got to return a lost article of somebody, then you certainly can't go around breaking up theirs. Okay? Uh, another possibility is 
that maybe we learn it from the actual effect that the Torah tells you that you've got to pay for damages, means that why is it, why is it an obligation to pay? Because you shouldn't have broken it in the first place. And now if you broke it, you've got to pay. And they reference that to Kihilot Yaakov, the stapler, which I don't have, unfortunately, so I didn't, didn't look it up, but I actually want to look it up. What is another answer on that? Okay, so those are some questions that have come out of it. Good point. Okay, so you're talking about Baal Tashkid. Now, I'll be honest with you, Daddy, perhaps that's what the, that's what the stapler might say in Kihilot Yaakov. So let's put it on hold. I want to finish this introduction. I'm going to look it up. I'll give you that's a, that. That's a very good, good proposal. Okay. So, uh, so that's, that's a, a, a little bit of background. We're going to see, uh, we're going to discuss in our mission, we'll see the first we discusses four types of, 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 uh, of, of, of primary damages mentioned in the Torah. Right? We'll see the, 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 the four types. There's, uh, there's, there's, uh, <clears throat> The Mishnah speaks over there. If you look at the first Mishnah, it says, Arba, what is again? There's Shor, what's up? Before you just quickly, can you just, can I ask a quick question? Can I pipe through the whole... So we see there in the Mishnah, starts with Arba, there's the Shor, the boars, there's the ostrich, any animal, the boar, a hole in the ground, Maveh. We'll see there's a Makhluk, what exactly what Maveh is. And then Haveh, which is fire. Okay, we're going to see in the group, we'll see in our first daf already, some interesting differences. Just like there are the four major, the primary issues of, of, of Nezik, each one of them also has a Tolada. Like on Shabbos, we've got Avot and we've got Toladot. The Gemara is going to discuss as well how they're similar. What's Shabbos? What are the Toladot doing here? What are the Avot doing here? Etc. Uh, and then we'll see some interesting, uh, some interesting principles that come to play uh, between them. So I think let's get in with the Besechta, right? Uh, we're also going to see... Uh, okay, you know, I think that's... that's, uh, that's, that's uh, it's a five minutes. I wanted to spend five minutes talking about the introduction of the Masechta. We'll, we'll come across now in the Gemara already. We'll see on the first daf some interesting uh, in, in distinctions between uh, the Av and the Tolada. This will see Karen and Shen and Regal of the Shore. We're going to spend the first daf really discussing the Shore. We're going to go in the order of the Gemara. The Gemara starts off with the Arba Vot Zakin and starts with Shore. Rashi points out over there the reason why we go, why we start with Shore. These Psukim are mainly found in Parashat Mishpatim in Sefer Shmot. And it goes according to the order of the Torah. So the, order, the Torah discusses a shore first. So we, we start the Mishnah as well discussing a shore. So let's start the Mishnah. I want to dedicate the Shilak I have been doing for the whole of this last month. Uh, to Firstly, to all those that have been killed in Shabbat, all those that have been killed in this war, both on the first day and subsequent to that. To the Ptsuim should all be healed. The Khatafim should be returned home as quickly as possible. And all our family and friends and children and all the soldiers should be safe and we should finish and be successful. They should come home as quickly as possible. Okay, so the Mishnah starts, Abba Barizakin, Ashor, Vahabor, Vahamave, Vahaver. Right, so these four, the Rashi points out of here, Avod Kariah, and Atraktiva Bikra, like I said, because they're called in the order, Ashor, Vahabor, Kesed, Shang, Tubim, Baparsha, like I said in the Parsha, Sidran, they mentioned in the Mishnah, the Parsha, Rishon, and Nehru, Bashor, Shneer, Babor. The first one mentions Shor, then the third mentions Bor. Okay, so the Psukimah, Vahigach, Shor, it is, Shor, Eba, Mate, etc., and he, he goes them. And now the Mishnah says, so the implicit question of here is, well, if we've got all these Zakim, four different... Okay, one thing I actually want to mention, I didn't mention in the introduction, the, the Meiri brings it. He says, why is it... I read that a lot of time this morning. I got very early. I read the Meiri. Uh, so he, he, one of the things that he says there is, he says over here, why is it called Arba Avot Nezikin? What a Nezikin Hebrew. It should be either Nezakim or Nezakin. Nezakin. Why Nezikin? Or Arba Mazikin. Right, four things that do damage, or four things that are that, that damage cause. When nizikin, so he actually says that nizikin seems to encompass both, both the mazik and the nezik. 
Okay, that's his explanation in terms of why it's called Arba Nezikin. So, these four Nezikin, the question over here is asked, why do we read them? Well, often we've seen the Gemara that we can, from one or two of them, we can deduce. We've got the Shlosha Midrash to the Tarash, the Yosheh Bahen, we've got Bamim Atzinu and Binyane Av and, and all different methods for deriving more Isurim Avot or, or, or the, the other, why we mention them all? So the Gemara says, why? The Mishnah says, why? It says, Lo Harea Shor Karea Mave. Now, if you know, Rashi points out as well, we now don't go in the order of shore, not like the boar, and the boar, not like the shore. We say the shore is not like the maveh. Now, Rashi points out that maveh, we're going to see in the Gemara, maveh is a machloket in the Gemara. Exactly what maveh is, so let's leave maveh for the meantime, we'll get to maveh. It says, Lo Hashem, we'll see that maveh in the end is, 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 is basically, machloket, uh, Rabu Shmuel, I mean, passing like Rav, and maveh over here is, uh, is actually shen, of, of a person, not of an animal. Uh, we'll see that just now. Uh, of uh, oh, Shen, just Bichlal, anything that happens with, the, with teeth. So it says, uh, uh, Shor is, the, uh, is not like Mave, Mave is not like Shor. Why not? Velo Zekeze, Sheyesh Pahen Ruach Chaim, Shosha Mave Karea Shor, Velo Ashor Karea Mave, Velo Zebeze. And neither the Shor or the Mave, Sheyesh Pahen Ruach Chaim, which both of them have life in them, right? Because we said Shor is, li- is life and teeth, tooth, or any other animal or human being's tooth, it's got teeth, it's got life in them. Fire hasn't got ruach. Even though we say fire is, is alive, it's like a live fire, but it hasn't really got a spirit and shomer, right? If you look at Rashi, he says over here, Ha'esh, She'ain ba ruach ha'im, ve'ilo kat ve'rachmana ha'be amema lipater. If it wasn't written, if we were learning it from Shor or from Maveh, and we turned it in the right age, we would have thought, wait, what's the, what's the, the common denominator between Shor and Maveh that they're alive? Ha'esh, not alive, let's leave out Ha'esh. Right? And then he says, and, and likewise, these three, Shor, Mave, and Aish, are not like Bor. Right? What's, what's common to these three, to fire, to, to, a, to a person that's with, a, with e teeth or, or a Shor, is that they go out to cause damage. And they're different. What's the boar? The boar is a pit in the ground. How's the boar cause damage? You come to the boar. Right? The boar doesn't go to you. You come to the boar. Now, it's interesting to know that boar, either digging a boar in the Rishta Rabim. Okay? One thing also which is worth mentioning. The, we're going to see just now. We're getting into more detail. But boar is only Chayab in Rishut Harabim. Okay? If you do it in a public place. Now, boar is a hole. But now, boar... I'm just closing off somebody's mic because it's a bit of I'm closing your mics, okay, just because there's a, there's a interference. Bor, interrupting bor doesn't mean only a pit. If you leave any uh, dangerous object in a public place, for example, if you leave an electric circuit uncovered, a person can become electrocuted on that. That's a bor bishtarabim. Okay, if you leave a broken bottle of glass in bishtarabim, that's a bor bishtarabim in a public That's called, that's the din of bor. Bor is not only a pit. Right, so it's either if you dug the pit or if you uncovered the pit. So likewise, either you might have broken the bottle of glass and left it there, or somebody might have, I don't know, covered it nicely and you uncovered it. That's Israel Bosh Okay, then sure, it's not only the ox goring, it's any animal that gores. We're going to see just now in the, in, in, in the Gemara that, the, that the, just like the shore has got uh, goring, it's also got damage by its feet or damage by its mouth or damage by its body. Again, likewise. We'll see a couple of, of, of distinctions as, as we get closer, so I'll point them out. So he says that's the unique between the, the, the shore and the boar and the fire. They go out. 
as opposed to the boar, the boar, you got to go to the boar. So now the Mishnah, okay, beautiful. So, and what's common to all four of these Avot Nezakin is that they cause damage. And Shmiratana Lecha. And therefore you are responsible to protect it, make sure that it doesn't cause damage. And the third common denominator is, when it causes damage, the person who was responsible for that item causing damage, right, he has to compensate you. And how does he pay you? We know that when it comes to land, look at Rashi, the last Rashi of the Mishnah. Right? We know that land is divided to Idit, Bainit, and Ziburit. Right? So he's got to pay you if you want. Rashi says at, at, at India, though, if he wants land, he can ask for money. But if he wants land, he's entitled to ask you for the Ziburit, for, for the Idit, for the best. Even though, and as Rashi points out here in Masechet Gitin, that uh, if, you are, if you're getting the best land, you're going to get less land. If you're getting the worst land, you're going to get more land, right? So let's say a guy wants to build a game farm, so he isn't really good, he doesn't care much about the land, he just wants space. He'd be happy to take Ziburit. On the other hand, if the guy's farming, uh, I don't know, uh, orange tomatoes, so he wants the best land, so he'll be happy to take better land. But the interesting thing over here also can be from a Tabaret. So now we just a couple of other things now. What what is we're gonna see in the Gomorrah and I'll discuss in the Gomorrah in more detail, but when it comes you know, let's wait to get to the Gomorrah. Okay, so the Gomorrah says Gomorrah says the following Binikani Avot, the fact that the Mishnah says Avot, that they're four master types of uh, of 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 Nazikin, Michlal Dika Toladot and implies by definition, why are we calling them Avot? Because it must also be Toladot. Now we know right so the Gomorrah says, okay, so where else do we know about Toladot? Because our question is, Toladot Kayotzebein, or are Toladot in Nezikin, are they similar to the Avot? Or Lav Kayotzebein, are they different to the Avot? So the question is, let's see and compare where else do we have. Gabay Shabbos now, we learned to be Sechet Shabbos, Ron Daf Mem Tetan Ayin Bet, there's Mishra Shazar there, we've got Avot, Blachot, Abim Chasirachat, they're 40 less 1, 39. And the Gemara there says, ah, we've got Avot, Michal Dika Toladot, and now Toladohen Kayotzebein, and the Mishnah says there in, in, in Shabbos, and what's unique, the Toladot, Ochayotim, are the same as the Avot, Loshna Av Chatat. If you did, if you're an Av by mistake, Chayav Chatat. Loshna Toladah Chatat. If you're on a Toladah by mistake on Shabbos, also Chayav Chatat. Loshna Av Skil. If you're always on an Av with Hatraai and with warning and on purpose, you Chayav Skila. Loshna Toladah. Same same with the Toladah. If you're on a Toladah, you'd be Chayav Skila. So then, so what's the real difference between them? So why do we care if one's an Ava, one's a Tolada? Then Shabbos, what's the difference? Naf, Kamina, what's the practical difference? If you did two two Avot, right, or, or two Toladot together at the same time, you'd be Chayev one Chatat for each, says Rashi. Right? You'd have a separate Chatat for each Ava and each Tolada. If you did an av and it's tolada, right? A tolada of that particular av, then lo only chayv one. That's the difference on Shabbos. The av is an umbrella type of isur, and the toladot are derivatives. If you did each tolada on its own, you'd be chayv separate korbanot for a chatat. But if you did the av and the tolada, it's as if you only did one. We want to just ask why we're on Shabbos. I'm not going to get into the details of Shabbos now, because we're in our place to discuss Shabbos. What av and toladot are, please God will. Get 
So according to Rabbi Eliezer, what does he say that we've got Toladot and Avot? Why are they just all called Avot or all called Toladot? So he says, no, Hachlav, Mishkan, Chashiv, Karele, Those that were important enough to be mentioned in the Mishkan, those Melachot there, like weaving, etc., and dying, all those things are in the Mishkan. So those are called Avot. Hachlav, Mishkan, Chashiva, which weren't so important to be considered mentioned in the Mishkan, Karele, Toladot. Okay, so now we see, firstly, when it comes to Shabbos, that there is a difference, correct? Between the Av and the Tolada. Because if you did an Av and a Tolada, you only have once. If you did a Tolada on its own, you have two Toladot, you have twice. Everybody with me? So anyway, our question is what is the story of here? Why we got Avot and Toladot? We have an answer. Everyone says, okay, that's what it goes to Shabbos. Now, where else do we have Avot and Toladot? In Tuma. We've got the Mishnah over here. In Masechet Kalim, I think it is, or Kalim Mikvaot. I don't remember now, to be honest. Kalim, yes, Kalim. Masechet Kalim. Says Tznaa, and we know the Mishnah, the Avot Atuma. What are the Avot Atuma? Hasheretz, right? The, the, remember the nine shots he mentioned in the Torah. The Hashikvat Zera and sperm of a Tuma, right? The Tamei Mate. And the Tamei Mate. What's a Tamei Mate? Rashi pointed out here, Mishnah Gabel Mate Avatuma. A person who a person who touches a dead body is called an Avatuma. Why is it? Why is he called an Avatuma? What's the dead body? What's the dead body? No, what's the dead body? It was a question. Oh, sorry, you're all on mute. Uh, what, what, what <laughs> sorry. What's a, 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 what's a dead, a Navia Votatuma. Right, it's all Navia Votatuma. So it's, that's already like the maid. So touching the, so it's a, the, the dead body is called Avia Votatuma. So if somebody touches it, is, 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 is the Avatuma. So that Avatuma, Shikhvat Zera, and Shratzim. And then it says the Mishnah told Dotehen, Lavcha Yotzebahen. So I must correct myself, sorry. And Shabbos, the Toldot and the Avot were the same. Because in Shabbos there, if we did the Tolada together, the Toladah, we had the same Chiyubim, the same Isurim, the same punishment, etc. Just the difference was, Avin Tumit together one another. But here in Toladot, they're different altogether. Says because there's ilu avatame adam bekalim an av, an avota tuma. So if a, a person who's to tamei mei touches a person or kalim is matame the kalim of the people, vidu toladot or the tolda of tuma, right? Not the avatuma. The tolda is only matame ochlin umashkin matame adam bekalim won't tamei a person. So if the, if a kli, for example, touches a dead body, that kli will become tamei one come matame a person, can matame food and drink, okay? A sheretz can metame a person. A shechvat zera can metame a person. A tame, a tumat mate, a person can metame a person. But toladot, why metame a person? I metame mashkin and 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 ochlin. So the Gemara says, okay, fine. So we see that in tuma they're different. In Shabbos they're the same. So hachemai. So what's it like over here? Are avot and toladot in the zikin the same, or are they different? So our Papa, yesh ben kiyotzebe, yesh ben loch kiyotzebe, lav kiyotzebe. And Papa says it depends. There are some that are like them and some that are different to them. Right? That's the Gemara's answer at the moment. Your Papa says some that are like and some that are different to them. The Gemara means a brighter. So now to start discussing Avot Nazikin. And we're going to start off talking about the Shore. So the Gemara says, Tara, we've got a brighter. Gimel Avot Nemru Bashor. So as we saw, let's look at me for a second. We're going now in a hierarchy. So we've got the first line of the four Avot Nazikin. Shor, 
Bor, Mave, and Haver, and Fire. Right? Now we're discussing Shor. Within Shor itself, there are also three Avot of Shor. So Shor, which is an Av Nezek, Nezekin, has within it, the Shor, it's divided up into three parts, which is, we've got the, the Keren, the Horn, right? We've got the Shen, the Tooth, we've got the Regel, the Foot. Okay? Right, now what I want to point out here is very important. So look at me for a moment. We're going to see that within the Av of Shor, we've got Keren, Shen, and Regel. Okay, so what is Karen? Karen is a horn. We'll see in a moment that the horn, by definition, is there to gore with, correct? Goring is, by definition, to cause damage. The ox doesn't come to gore you to play with you. If he's goring you, he's coming to damage you. On the other hand, Shen, the ox can just go into somebody else's property and eat. He never intended to cause damage. But what can you do? Eating in the shore wants to eat. It causes your field damage. Correct? The same thing, walking, regular. If the ox is a heavy ox and goes walking through your plowed up, your nice field that you planted in, you don't want to cause damage. You want them to get from A to B. But just by planting in, in across your field, it'll cause damage, right? So you will see them the Gemara calls that Hezek Matsui. That is damage that by definition is present at all times. Like we have an expression in English, a, a, a bull in a china store. What's a bull in a china store? It's all sensitive articles. and The bull just walks around. I don't want to damage anything necessarily. Just being there is going to cause damage, right? So that's Hezek Matsui. Where the, 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 the horn is not Hezek Matsui. The fact that ox has got horns on him doesn't mean anything, doesn't mean nothing. Unless he's angry, you aggravate him, and it comes after you, that's what Hezek Matsui. So we're going to start seeing now a line, which is very, very, very important to understand the concept of Avot Nezakin and Toradot, and some other example. We're going to come into a concept just now. We see that when it comes to Shor specifically, like I mentioned, there's Shor Mu'ad and Shor Tam. So it's a machloket where there's three or four, but we pass Galoka that the ox has to at least three times gourd somebody. Or goat something. And the fourth time is called a shore muad. Now what's the difference between a shore muad and a shore tam? A shore tam is a simple shore. Only the first or second or third time that he goes. If he goes the first time or second or the third time. So you aren't expected to know that this is a, a going ox. And therefore the level of, of, of shmira, of God, is not be so great. And if it's a damage, so you only have to pay half the damage that was caused. Let's say he gored your ox, he killed your ox, your ox is worth a thousand shekels, I'm going to pay you five hundred shekels. But more than that, I've only got to pay you from what my ox is worth. So at the most I've got to do is sell my ox. And if my ox isn't even worth five, it's worth four hundred, I have to pay you four hundred. If my ox is worth two thousand, I'm going to pay you the five hundred. But I'm limited to the higher of the fifty percent damage caused to you or the hundred percent of what my of what my ox is worth. Everybody with me? That's time. When it comes to Mu'ad, it's trickier. Mu'ad, I've got to pay you the full amount. Mina aliyah. Mina aliyah means from wherever. I've got to go and find the money. If I smash, you've got a prize ox. That's a stud ox. That's worth a million dollars. And some Chaim Shmerel's got an ox that's worth a hundred shekels. He picked up sound found in Azza. Okay, and this ox can hardly walk. But the ox got into your ox and punched, punctured it with its thorns in the stomach and your ox dies and you got a million dollar damage. And this ox only worth a hundred shekels. 
He's now going to go and mortgage his house to find you the million dollars to pay a million shekels to pay ox. That's that's Shabbatim word. Now, follow me because it's a little bit more difficult, but this is important. If you understand this, we got it. When it comes to shore, it's only the carry and the horn where we care if it's a shore muad or a short tam. When it comes to shen veregel, if your ox walks into my field and eats up my eats up my produce. Makes no difference if the ox done before or after. It's always a muad for that. And regel, it's always a muad for that. So there's always 100% damage. Okay? So that concept of shore muad only applies to the, to the thing. And Rashi explains because it's there with kabanala hazik to cause damage. So that's why you have to go on the carrion. But when it's the, te- the, the, the feet or the, or the teeth, that's always, that's called hezik matsui. And therefore it's always the case. There's one other point up here with the leg, the regel of the ox. And that is tsrorot. When the ox is walking, so it can kick up stones. Okay, if those stones are kicked up and it causes damage to you because of the stones, so that's a special din. And that is from the koach. That's not the ox itself, it's the koach of the ox. Right? And, uh, and there you also got to only pay chati nezek. Okay, so that's interesting. Okay, so that's different. Now, now bear in mind, we said that what is the avatum, the av of the ox, is keren, shen, veregel. Okay, now we start getting a little bit more covered. Let's go back and just carry on with the back in the Gemara. So we said over here, sorry, Karen, Shem, Regal. So Karen, how do we have Karen? Where do I care? The Gemara said, because we got a pastor, the pastor says, Ki de Tarabanat, Ki Yigach. Because the pastor says, The Yigach, Shore, Ish, or It, Isha, when it gores a person. And the Gechel of a Karen, how does it gore? It gores with a knot, with a thumb, with a, with a horn. And how do we know that? The Torah brings the pastor over here. It says, Shene Mar, Vayaslo, Tzitkia, Ben Kanana, Karnei Brazel, Tzitkia ben Kanana made steel horns. And he said, Take these steel horns and go fight with Aram. Now here the horn is not a horn in the animal's head, right? Here the horn is a stop of a horn. But we see over there that, that, that their horns are used for Negicha, for, for, for Gori. Vomer, the Gori is another pasuk. I mean, we know that whenever the Gori says, V'omer, brings two psukhi for something, we've got to wonder, why do we do the second pasuk? Why was the first one good enough? Another source is the whole Shoro. I don't know. We learn. We learn. This, we read this always in Zot Abraham Sikh Torah. We've got a guy in actual Yossi Shor. He always gets the Salia. Okay. The whole Shoro had our law. The Karnera aim and the horns of the. I think a Basin. I think Raim is a Basin. Karnav Bahem Amim Yigach. So we see there again with the horns you do goring. The one says Bai for Omer. What did they? What did they take a pasuk for? So maybe the Gemara says the Chitai Medivay Torah Medivay Kabbalah Lo Yafin. Maybe the reason we do this because we listen the second pasuk. Is a pasuk in the Torah which says Bechol Shoro. The first pasuk, which, which, which was with Tzidkia ben Kanana, was a pasuk in Melachim, in Nach. The Torah says, maybe you already learn a halacha from Nach. So the Torah says, Baruch Toshma, we've got a bright that says Bechol Shoro Adarlo. And that's why, so that's why we brought the, we brought the, we brought the bright to Bechol Shoro Adarlo. We said, what are you talking about? The high middle food? We learn from there? No. That Torah, Bechol Shoro Adarlo, is that's just to explain just a nice reference. But that's not uh, the Makor. That's just telling us that Nagiche is with a Karen. That's not the source. The source is, like we said, B'nai K'nana, K'nai Basel. So Gemara what would we have thought? Why do we need the two Psukim? Rashi says, look at this Rashi. Ela, Lahachi is It's almost in line with the Ed in the Gemara. Why do you need the Vomer? 
דמהוי, what would you have thought? כי חילק רחמנה בין תמה למועדת, דבשור תם כתיב, וחצו את כספות, לא משלם אלא חצי נזק. A short tam, we must have the term actually distinction between a short tam, which only goes one, two, or three times, and a short muad. And the short tam, we certainly pays half the damages, u muad ketiv shalem shalem, short tachar ashor, pays the whole amount of shalem nezik shalem. So we might have thought now, what is the distinction between a short muad and a short tam? Hanimili bekerin tlusha, that's when the horn is off the animal. Dumia dekarnei tzitkia ben kenana, kon sheachsa habahem hakerin ben shinea venakha, Maybe the horn has fallen off the animal and the animal now is holding his mouth and comes after you with the horn and gets you with the horn. That's when we would say, Hatam vada'i lo mesharen tam kulei nezek. Mishum da'in darke b'chach v'lo ha'yale bali mishmor b'davar zeh. You can't expect the animal there to, the owner to pay you full damages. That's not how the chore normally goes after a person with his, with his horn that had broken off lying on the floor and grabs the horn and comes owning after you. Then when he goes off to the horn, goes off to his head and he comes underneath you and ducks you with the head. Then you would have thought maybe that's when the animal is called a tam and he only pays But when the horn is attached to its head, the urchehu, and it's, that's the way the animals go with, then you would have thought, I mean in the Russian, that's when the animal is concerned to call the muad, even if it's the first time that he ever gored you. We might have made a mistake and said, no, what's Muad and, 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 and Tam? Not one, two, three, and number four. We would have thought, if we just relied on that Pasuk, oh, B'nai K'nana, make a horn. So when the horn is separate from the body, then it's called a Tam. And when the horn is horns on the body, then it's called a Muad. Mua. Everybody following me? Okay, these are fundamentals, right? So he says, and that's what he says then. That's, that's why he says, Agav Milta. That's what the Gemara says. No, right? That uh, that the whole, the only way that the ox goes is with the ox with the, on its head, and not uh, and not and not uh, any and not any way any 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 other way out. Okay, because the Gemara says told the carry my. So now we understand what that carrying is one of the is one of the primary the avot nezek of the ox. And, and we now know also that short muad and short tam is different with the plow to the carrier and have to have kavonet to cause damages. And one, two, three is called a tam, pays chatzin nezek, only from the value of the ox itself. And on the fourth palm, it plays 100% desek, desek, even if it's outside, over and above what the, what the shore is, is worth. So I think it was, okay. Now, toladana karen. So now you told me now that carrying is an av. So we said that the three avot of an ox the, the, the horns, the carrion, the shin, the teeth, and the regular feet. What is the toladot? Implies that there's also a toladot of these three. So what's the toladot of carrion? So you might say, what are the toladot? Quite we have four toladot. Negifa. We'll see what that is in a moment. Neshicha is biting. Revitza is lying on you. I think today sometimes the Oscars calls it squatting. Right? Lying on you. Or beita or kicking you. Let me ask you a question. Forget about Negifa in the meantime. Neshicha, what part of the body is the animal used to do to bite you with? It's mouth. <laughs> I take so long to answer, right? The mouth. It's the yeah. mouth. And didn't we say that one of the avot is called shen, it's called tooth. So how come we've got a tolada of keren called biting? We'll see that in a moment. Another one of the toladot is revitza, lying down. Lying down is a tolada of keren. And then we've got beita. Beita is kicking. What does the animal usually kick with? What does the animal kick with? Regal. Regal. 
But regel is one of the Torah avot of Nezek. So that's why very important to understand what the, what the Gemara is getting at. When we say keren, horn, it's not only the horn. It's what the horn represents. The horns of the animal represent the animal coming after you to cause damage. So if it comes after you to cause damage with its foot, if it's chasing you and it kicks you, that's a torada of keren. If it's running after you to, 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 to bite you, that's called the torada of keren. If it's running after you and lies all over you and tries to trample you with its body, that's called the torada of keren. Everybody following me? Right. So the Gemara says, I don't understand. So now what is this negifah? Look at Rashi. Rashi says, yeah, what's Nagifa? I'm going back to Nagifa. Is Shedachfa begufa vehezika bekavana. And it knocked you with its body, right? And it caused you purpose, on purpose, right? It begufa vezika. So what says, Mashnai Nagicha. So I don't understand, says the Gemara. So we calling Nagifa, Nagicha, sorry, one of the Avot. Uh, sorry, sorry, we said, we said, Kiyingach Shor. And that's Karen from Nagicha. But Negich is the goring. So, if, so what's the difference between Negif? So why do we have the Torah also says, V'chiyingaf, V'chiyigof, sorry, V'chiyigof, Shor Ish. So if we say that V'chiyingach is Karen, because Karen, the Torah calls it Negich, he's talking about goring. So you want to understand, Mashna Negich, why the Kari Le'av? Why, why do we call a Negich, the Av, of uh, the Negich is Karen? Why? Because you said, Nechtiv, Kiyigach, Torah writes, Kiyigach, when it calls you. So the Gemara says, "Negifa namikativ." Negifa is not in the pasuk. It says, "Kiyigof." So then, why don't we have a separate av? We should have another av uh, of uh, of the ox. We should have of keren. There should be negich. There should be keren, right? And the to- and we should have as well negif, which is rubbing with the body. We should have keren, and then we should have guf. We should have shen and regel, because if yigach is written in the Torah, goring, that's when we get keren. But yigof. It's also written in the Torah. So, Negifa should also be, we should have Keren and, and Guf. Because it says, we explained that Negifa means the whole body. So, it says, no, 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 no. Really, Negifa is Negiche. Negifa really means Negicha. Goring, that's synonyms. The Tanya, the Bible says, Patach ben Negifa v'siyam ben Negicha. Look at the Psukim. The Psukim over here on Pasuk, Shmot Kaf Aleph, Lamed Hadamad Vav, says, When one, uh, when, the, when the animal goes like another animal, and then it says, Or the, the, it, it, it gored the others. So we see Negifa and Negicha are interchangeable. So already Negifa, we thought it was Negicha, so the says, no, Negicha is a synonym for, 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 for Negicha. So why do we have two? Lomalecha, Zoi Negifa, Zoi Negicha. So we must understand. So Mashna, what's the difference? So we must tell you what the difference is. Gabe Adam, Dichtiv Ki Yigach. U Mashna, Gabe Bahema, Dichtiv Ki Yigof. So we see that when the Torah talk about an ox goring a person, it's called chiyigach, and when it's goring another animal, it's called chiyigof. So why do we need to know that? The Gemara says, I'm not sure I understand this so well, it says, Adam de itle mazla. A man's got muzzle. Mazla, I think, means more an understanding, I think. Right? Itle mazla, ketiv chiyigach. Look at Rashi. V'chevan negivik hach de gufa negichahit I mean, the narrow lines in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, it says, Gabi Adam, the very, very widest lines now, the first very wide line. Gabi Adam, Keshe, Hashor, Nagach, Adam, Ketiv, Kigach, Shor, Ish. Gabi Nagicha, Shor, Beshor, when it's with Shor, Kesiv, Kigof. So, Adam, did Le Mazla, Sheyesh, Lo Da'at, Lishmor, Et Kufo. That's what Rashi says. Mazla meaning he knows how to guard himself. Ketiv, Kigach. 
Rashi says, Devara nirkavena shola hara, uvala bechoach. The ox wants to look for you, like an ox is looking to get out, get after you, you've aggravated him, he's coming to kill you. Right? But Negifa means it's like fighting the other ox. The ox is there, it just turns around and sort of like goes the ox. That's a little bit different to this. Again, and yeah, there's something else being taught. What's it being taught to us? A different, in fact, the Torah makes a distinction between Yigach, which is with human beings, and Yigof with another ox. Tells us a din. What's the din? The Mu'ad la'adam have a Mu'ad la'bahema. The, 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 the primary term is called Yigach, to go. When a, when a shore is a shore Mu'ad, it's gored three people, it makes no difference now if the fourth goring is a person or an animal. It's called a shore Mu'ad. On the other hand, Mu'ad Mu'ad But if an ox has gored three animals, and the fourth time it gores is a person, that wouldn't be a mu'ad vis-a-vis the person. It's a tam for the person. If it had got a fourth animal, it would be a shor mu'ad. But for the person, it's, it's only... Warnings. Huh? Three warnings. Wow. Okay, so that's... Uh, you got it? Let's do the translation now. Okay, so now, 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 everything I've told you up until now, to give you the, to try and get our minds in line here with this idea of avot and tolada, that the karen is a horn, but the toladot of karen could be mouth or could be foot, is now coming to play. Look at the words like this. You told me that one of the toladot of Karen is Neshicha, is biting? But Neshicha tolada de Sheni. That should be a tolada of Shen, of the teeth, not of the horn. And what says, no. Shen, what's unique to Shen? Yesh Hana'ala Hazika. Ha and Hana'ala Hazika. Shen, what makes a Shen a Chayev? Because the animal is getting benefit. He's benefiting from eating all your food. When he comes to bite your arm off, there's no benefit. Right? So he okay, fine. But what about revitza or beita? Lying down or squatting on you or kicking you? Isn't that a toladah de regel here? That should be a toladah of regel of the feet, not of the, of the horn. The question is, no, also not why. Regel, by definition, hezika matsui. The damage that's caused by, by regel is damage that's prevalent, that's common, that's, a, that, that, that's always there when it tramples over stuff. If it's kicking you, that's not a hezik matsui. The ox doesn't walk around kicking all day long. It's walking around trampling on stuff. When it kicks you, that's a, to cause damage. That's more, that's attached to the, the carrying. That's a carrying. Okay. Honey, um, so it says, regular zikamatsu. Honey, and zikamatsu. And it told, so now, now we ask the question. We started off by saying, what is our case? Are the avot like the toladot or not? And we said, Shabbos, they're all the same. Tumor, they aren't the same. And what's our case? And remember, our papa said, you look at the fourth lines there. It depends. Some are like them and some aren't like them. That's what he said. But Gamora says, now on that question of our papa, that answer, we said, he told the love, papa, When our papa said that some of their toladot aren't like them, what was he referring to? If he was talking about these over here, which we mentioned, right? We mentioned the tolda of Karen. Which was, we said, was Negifana Shikhar Vitsambita. So Mashnai Karen, the Kavanatola Hazik, Umamonach Ushmirato Alecha. The avod, the avot of Karen the horn is that if it causes, right, the intention is to cause damage, or we said that's the definition of Karen, right? Kavanatola Hazik. And you meant to be protecting that animal. And if you don't protect the property and it causes damage, you've got to pay. Haninami. So too, the Toladot. Kavanatan la hazik, we said, biting you, 
goring, kicking you, lying on you, rubbing up against you. Those are all where they don't intend to damage. And Mamonecha, and it's your Mamon, and you're responsible to guard it. So we don't see any difference at all between the Toladot of Karen and the, and the Avot of Karen, correct? Are you with me? No difference. So it can't be that. So what's the Urat? And the Toladot of Karen, Kekeren. Toladot of Karen is like Karen, not the Av. The Chikamara Papa, when our Papa said that they aren't all the same, he was talking about Hashem Beregel. They're speaking particularly about the Shen of the, the Av Shen and the Av Regel. So before the Gemara gets into discussing what they are, right, the Gemara asks a question, why are we talking about Shen Veregel? Just tell me, just tell me please, right, where the Gemara Papa Shen Veregel, Shen Veregel, where do we even see it in the Torah Shen Veregel? The first passage is the time the Gemara said we're in a brighter, it says, Ki yaver ish sadeh When a person, Yaver, we'll see that Yaver in a moment, we'll come to Yaver in a moment, but it says, Ish sadeh, Yaver ish sadeh ocherem, Veshilach et beiro, Beiroya means his animals. Veshilach, what shilach? He set them free to go wandering around. Zaregel, because what's the damage being caused? He's letting his animals wander around in your field. Vechenu omer, so we're going to pass it to back us up on this. This is a passage over here from Yeshaya. It says, Asherchem zorei al kol ma'im, meshalchei regel ashor v'chamor. That's you set out, send out. Meshalchei, what are they? Meshalchei, the regel, the foot of the chamor in the shore. And then be'er, where do we have? And then be'er, it says the passage says be'er zo ashen. It says v'chiyav'er ish sadeh ocher mishlachet be'ero uv'er b'sdeacher, and he ate up in the other fields. How do you know that be'er is the ashen? It says, V'chein u'omer, Asher, it's a bit of a strange passage we bring over here. The passage of Melachim, then the Navi says to Yeravam's wife, it says, L'chein hinani mevi ra'ah el beit Yeravam. I'm going to bring bad to beit Yeravam. V'ichrati Yeravam mashtin bekir atzur v'azu bishel. V'arti acharei beit Yeravam. And I'm going to be'arti. Now, be'arti is not burn. It's going to consume to a sense. K'asher yeva'er Hagalal atumor. Now, galal normally we talk about a galal. Rashi put that in a moment. Galal normally means the the, the feces, right, of an animal. So it says, "Yeah, kasher yivair hagalal atumor." Look at Rashi over the Amud. Right, it says, "Hainu shen." So the first extra Rashi says, "This is shen." She pamim megulei pamim mechusadans. Open sometimes it's, it's sometimes it's it's it's, 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 it's it open sometimes it's revealed sometimes it's disclosed it's closed. Uchetiv be yivair. Lishnachinus Rashi, the one I prefer, but yeah, he says, is Achrina Galal Zerei. This is the feces. Shashen Mav Eret Lemachal. What does the tooth do? It consumes the food. Venaset Galal, and then as a result of that, it, it, there's 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 a, there's feces. Magalei Adam, Magalei Behema. So that's what the Navi saying of Yeshua, Aaron's wife, that in the end we're going to consume your kingdom, and basically it's going to become like a mound of feces. Like what happens after an animal has consumed the products? We've got the makor. We haven't yet seen much about the Toladot. We'll get to that later on.